Welcome to the podcast for ambitious women. I'm your host, Dr. D. Franey. If you're a leader, innovator, or change maker, you belong here. Because around here, ambitious women are encouraged to have big, bold, unapologetic goals and dreams, and given the tools to execute and achieve them without the pressure, hustle, overwhelm, or burnout. Ladies, it's time to unlock your potential. Well, hello, hello, friend. How are you today? I am coming to you from a sunny Southern California. Been spending some time with my little sister. We've gone to the beach. I've had some amazing tacos. I've met a bunch of her friends and played with their dogs. Life is pretty dang good. Been working from over here, hanging out with my clients. I am just so grateful to myself for doing all the things that I did to create the life that I have, the business that I have that allows me to just up and travel to a different continent to spend time with the people I love and and still make money and serve people in the process. It's so rad. I hope that you can sit back and be like, I love what I've created for myself. I'm so proud of myself because gosh dang it, it is such a good feeling to have. (laughs) So enough about me. How about you? Let's talk about toxic positivity. I did a live video, I don't know, probably six months or so ago about toxic positivity promising a podcast episode coming soon. And so I am really excited. Um, Took a little longer to get here, but I'm excited to talk about this because it just always seems to come up. And I can see in my clients, I've seen in myself, I see it in just random people listening to them talk that this is a big problem. (laughs) And I know that when I address this in my own life, how freeing it was for me. Uh, And I see all the time how changing these thoughts and expectations for my clients radically improves their quality of life. And it's kind of counterintuitive um, to, to how we have been conditioned to think about our emotions, our emotional health and our outlook. So, So I really know that this is going to make a huge difference for you. So buckle up, let's get into it. Toxic positivity really takes positive thinking to an overgeneralized extreme. It is so beyond optimism. It really uh, minimizes and denies your human emotional experience if it's not strictly happy or positive. And it's so highly problematic because experiencing a wide range of emotions is a normal part of being human. We are not supposed to be happy all the time. But toxic positivity, the whole positivity movement out there has trained us to believe that we are supposed to be happy all the time. We are supposed to be positive all the time. 
We are supposed to be optimistic all the time. And it's a, a toxic trap that we can fall into when we are into personal development, self-development, um, self-improvement. A lot of those messages get wrapped up, tangled up, and, and turn um, toxic really quickly. So just to give you an example, what toxic positive toxic positivity sounds like is just be happy, just be happy, just be happy, just stay positive, good vibes only. It could be worse. Look on the bright side. Things happen for a reason. Failure isn't an option. And happiness is a choice. Some of the signs of toxic positivity look like brushing off your problems rather than facing them. Um, kind of this, it is what it is mentality, um, kind of shrugging your shoulders and feeling like there's nothing that you can do to change it. It's also feeling guilty or ashamed or feeling bad for being sad, for being angry, for being judgmental, for being um, jealous, for being disappointed, right? Any of the emotions that um, we, we consider quote unquote negative emotions. It also looks like hiding your true feelings behind feel good quotes that seem more socially acceptable. Um, it's hiding or disguising how you really feel. You know, I, I love the, um, how are you doing? Well, how am I supposed to answer that? Do I tell them the real thing or I just say, I'm good, doing great, just like everyone else, right? <laughs> it's also it looks like minimizing other people's feelings when you feel uncomfortable. It looks like shaming other people when they don't have a positive attitude. And or it also looks like trying to be really stoic um, to get over painful emotions, to rush through the unpleasantness, to uh, get away from feeling bad as fast as possible. Because you know, you're not supposed to be there. Toxic positivity makes the assumption or has the premise that emotional wellness is happy all the time. But the problem is we're not happy all the time and we're not supposed to be. Toxic positivity denies people authentic support that they need in order to cope with whatever it is that they're facing. When that happens, people find that their feelings are dismissed, they're ignored, or outright invalidated. It really is the process of toxic positivity that results in denial, minimization, and invalidation of the authentic emotional experience that we have as humans. And further, what happens is when we subscribe to toxic positivity, when we are toxically positive with the people who surround us, we unintentionally shame people because toxic positivity tells people that the emotions that they are feeling are wrong. Toxic positivity also causes people to feel so guilty because you are given this message that if you're not able to find the way to be positive about whatever shit situation you have in your life or even good ones, 
um, even in the face of tragedy, right? That you're doing something wrong because we should be able to bounce right back up to positive, right? Bounce right back to happy. And toxic positivity actually prevents growth because when we are in a pattern of toxic positivity and we know that we're only supposed to be happy all the time, we actually start to avoid things in life that might be painful. And when we avoid things that are painful, which pretty much all growth is painful, it denies you the ability to face challenging feelings that arise. And it's these challenging quote unquote negative feelings that ultimately lead to growth and deeper insight to yourself, um, to others, to the work that you do in the world, to the relationships you have with other people. If you are around people who practice toxic positivity, or if you have practiced toxic positivity, please do not beat yourself up over it. People do not wake up with malicious intent. We have just been taught conditioned by society that we need to make other people feel better as soon as possible, right? Little children, somebody gets their feelings hurt, they get hurt, they're sad, something is hard, and we rush to get them to stop crying. We rush to make them feel better. And often we do that by denying their current emotional state and offer them uh, a quick way to feel better. You know, some of those thoughts at the beginning, just be happy. It could be worse. Uh, Things happen for a reason. We also have a hard time being around other humans who are having an emotional experience, especially if it's quote unquote negative. If we have intolerance for negative emotions in ourselves as well, right? We are usually only as comfortable holding space for other people's emotions as we are for doing it for ourselves. And here's the craziest thing that I see about toxic positivity, you know, in myself and in others um, uh, that I coach. Most of the people that I work with aren't, are actually pretty empathetic and good at holding space for other people's emotions. They are very attuned to other people's pain and do a really good job of being there, holding space for other people's pain. But for my clients, for myself, we actually tend to use toxic positivity against ourselves. We use it as a form of self-denial and self-negation. We deny our emotional experience. We negate our negative emotions because the rule is they're not supposed to be there. It's bad that they're there, that we are broken because they are there. But it's not true. Negative emotions are there for a reason. Toxic positivity is so detrimental and not helpful because when we are toxically positive, we suppress our actual feelings rather than process them. We just shove them down. We avoid them. We try to distract ourselves. That's how we get into a lot of the negative habits and behaviors that we actually don't lie about ourselves because we are doing those things to avoid the negative feelings that we're not supposed to be feeling. Toxic positivity also creates 
shallow connections with other humans, right? Because people don't like to be managed in that way. People don't want to be dismissed like that. We don't want to be dismissed like that. But when we just try to ease people's feelings very quickly without allowing them to feel them, that creates distance in relationships and it will create distance within yourself, right? Like if you feel very disconnected from yourself, ask yourself the last time you allowed yourself to sit with yourself and your true emotions. Toxic positivity is actually fake positivity. And here's the rub. We know it. We know when we are trying to put on a happy face and just be happy, just be happy. I know people who say that often, just be happy. And you can just see the pain in their eyes. And when we do this, when we try to force a smile, when we force a happy face, when we push down our feelings, it further isolates us and it makes us feel so much more shame, right? We feel like there's something wrong with us because we don't feel good all the time, because we're not happy all the time. But then we don't feel our feelings, which causes more to feel bad about, more shame. And you get further and further away from feeling good and feeling positive when you are in this cycle, which then makes you feel like more of a fraud. What if they find out that I have negative thoughts all the time? What if they find out that I'm not happy all the time? When in actuality, it's pretty normal to have negative thoughts and not be happy all the time. Toxic positivity is a trap at best. It actually makes you sadder and... Studies have found that people who are toxically positive have higher incident rates for depression, anxiety, and other mental disorders. This desire to push away anything that is not positive is destructive. It is so, so, so destructive. It's isolating you. It's causing suffering. Toxic positivity is an attempt to avoid suffering, right? Like, let's not feel bad. We're just going to feel good all the time. But it fucking lies. Toxic positivity causes you to suffer so much more than you have to. Because here is the truth. Emotional wellness is not being happy all the time. Emotional wellness is accepting and acknowledging a wide range of emotions in yourself and others. It's allowing you to have a full range of emotions all the way from like super sad to crazy joyful and everything in between. They are all supposed to be there for yourself and in other people. One of the most kind and loving things you can do for the people around you is allow them to have their own emotional experience, their own emotional response without feeling the need to rush to fix it in them all the time. And you don't need to rush to fix it in yourself either. Feelings are not problems to be solved. They are feelings to be felt. Friends, life is 50-50. This is a thought, a belief that my coach shared with me, and it is actually true, right? There are high highs and low lows in, in life. You don't want to be the person who is maniacally happy at a funeral, right? There is a place for grief. 
There's a place for sadness. There's a place for jealousy. There is a place for frustration. There is a place for grief or guilt, right? All of these quote unquote negative emotions. We have this cultural expectation that there are some times that it is culturally acceptable to be sad, to be in a quote unquote negative experience, right? Maybe it's death, there's been trauma, but it's, you know, there is a very short list of very defined things where it's appropriately okay to not be okay in public. In those moments, it's tolerated for us to be sad and messy, but not too sad and not too messy because he, right? But we're a little bit more tolerant with someone who's sad because their dog died, their grandma died, um, they just got fired from a job. I don't know, right? Like, but it's a brief window of time. Otherwise that, we're culturally expected to be happy or to just be good, right? How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing today? Good. It's like so disconnected. So, so disconnected. And, and every time people say, how are you doing today? Good. We're just reinforcing that cultural expectation that everyone is good. When in all reality, most of the time we're lying. We're not good. Something's hard. Something's not great. We're gaslighting ourselves to believe that our feelings aren't okay. That we shouldn't be feeling the way we're feeling. But the truth is that humans are flawed. We're not designed to be positive, optimistic, and emotionally perfect all the time. We are supposed to have a wide range of emotions. So how do we walk back and avoid toxic positivity? The first thing that you need to do is manage your negative emotions, but don't deny them. We don't want to avoid, resist, Um, or distract ourselves from our emotional experience. All emotions are messengers. They are bringing you a message. Things are either going right or not so right. They have information. If they are not positive, they are giving you a message that something needs to change. First, we need to allow ourselves to feel. Often we think we don't have the time for feelings. Our culture prioritizes logic and rationality over emotions. But the thing, the reality is we are emotional creatures. We make emotional decisions. Emotions rule our nervous system. And the longer that we deny them, we just stuff that energy down and it follows us everywhere. I, I talk to so many people and they're all, they always talk about how exhausted they are, but they haven't done anything to be physically exerted. They're just exhausted from carrying around all of that emotional baggage, all of that unprocessed energy in their body. Where the goal is not to avoid negative emotions. It's to, to allow for them to feel them, to allow them to be there, to accept that it's a normal part of our human experience, to feel the sensation, the physical sensation of the feeling move through your body and then release it. Ask it questions why it's there so that we can make the changes that we need to make so that it doesn't come back. But don't deny it. It's supposed to be there. It is okay to have feelings. It's okay to have a wide range of feelings. Nothing has gone wrong if you feel quote unquote negative feelings, right? But use them as intended. We feel them and we learn from them. We also want to be realistic about what you think you should feel. 
right? A lot of times we, we kind of tell ourselves, oh, well, I shouldn't be feeling this way. Why not? Why shouldn't you? If you are feeling that way, you should be feeling that way. Quote unquote, negative emotions are normal. They are to be expected. The more that you can normalize a wide range of emotional response to set the expectation that you will have quote unquote negative emotional experiences in your life, the less you will resist them, the less you will try to make them a problem to solve rather than a feeling to be felt. And hey, look, we are complicated apes. We are fancy, complicated apes, and it's okay to feel more than one thing about something, right? Sometimes we can feel like conflicting emotions about the exact same stimulus, and that is okay. It's okay that you are proud and jealous. It's okay that you are um, envious and loving, right? We, we have the space and the ability to have emotional nuance. You could also avoid toxic positivity by focusing on, on listening, active listening. Listen with the intent of hearing and acknowledging what people say, not with the intent to respond. Show support. Like I said at the top, one of the kindest, most loving things that you can do for another human is to sit with them and allow them to be witnessed in their pain, to hold space for any and all of their emotions, no matter how messy it is. That is true kindness and love and generosity. And also the last way to, main way to avoid toxic positivity is to just practice noticing how you feel and allow yourself to feel it, honor it. We don't need to judge or criticize ourselves for not being positive, for not being um, emotionally perfect to, because it's maybe we're a little bit messy because that is a normal part of being a human. And the longer you try to make the rule that you're not allowed to feel bad, the worse you will feel. The harder it will be for you to get back to a place of feeling good. I promise you. Um, <laughs> and if you've been avoiding feeling your feelings for a really long time, your brain's gonna tell you, I don't have time to process all this. It's gonna take forever. It's gonna be so painful. It's gonna be so hard because my brain has told that to me. It's told it to some of my clients. But honestly, once you carve out that space and allow yourself to just feel it out, usually it's, um, if you've been withholding for a long time, it's usually a cry to, to release that and get that energy flowing again. Um, I can tell you that your brain's making it way more complicated than it really is. Usually if I've been avoiding feeling something and haven't done it for a long time and then I go to do it, I'm always so surprised at how quick and, and simple it was compared to um, what I thought I, I was going to need. And, and my clients tell me this all the time too, like, um, oh, it wasn't, as, it wasn't that bad and I feel so much better um, because honestly, we need to move that emotional energy <laughs> we've talked about poop metaphors a lot lately, but it's kind of just like, um, you get emotionally backed up, you know, emotionally constipated, just like we want to move our bowels regularly. We need to move that emotional energy through our body regularly. It is so, so, so important. 
and really our emotions are the flavor of life emotions are dictate the quality of life our quality of experience and when we resist them when we push them aside when we deny our emotional needs we greatly hinder and reduce the quality of experience the quality of life because it is okay to not be good feeling good all the time it is okay to be sad it is okay to be disappointed it's okay to be humiliated when you learn what the message is that each of these emotions brings they're not in vain they help you have a better life they help you improve your life they help you become a stronger more capable version of yourself I want to offer you a few non-toxic alternatives that you can use when you're talking to others and most especially when you are talking to yourself about your emotional needs, about your emotional state. I'm listening. I'm here no matter what. That must be really hard. Sometimes bad things happen. How can I help? Failure is sometimes part of life. Your feelings are valid. It is okay to feel that way. It is okay to feel how you feel. Friends, you are allowed to have a wide range of emotional experience. When we block off the negative, we actually block the, the really positive fun stuff too. Because when you cut off one side of the, the range, it actually um, decreases the, the entirety of the range. And the less you allow yourself to feel, the more you just stay in this awful um, strip of like um, static, emotional static, low grade, feeling crappy all the time, trying to force yourself to put on a smile, put on a happy face, just be positive, just be happy. Meanwhile, inside, you know it's not true. There is nothing wrong with you if you don't feel good. There is nothing wrong with you if you don't feel happy all the time. You are allowed to feel anything and everything. And I hope that you have people in your life who are a safe space for you to show up authentically in your emotions. If this is something that you need help with, if this is something that you would like to change in yourself and, and would like to do that in a very quick way, I would love to help you. My clients learn how to feel their feels and change their emotional experience in a matter of weeks. It is a beautiful thing to be able to learn how to feel, to not be so scared of our feelings, to not judge ourselves for, for our emotional experience, to truly um, honor that part of our humanity. I want to end, and if that's something that you would be interested in, um, there's a link to book a free consult with me in the show notes. Uh, it's, this is also work that we're always doing over in the Ambitious Women's Collective Facebook group. It's a free community of high-achieving women who are doing good in the world. Um, so you can join us over there as well if you're, if you're not ready for some coaching. Uh, I want to leave you with one last thought. It's a quote from Carl Jung. He said, I'd rather be whole than good. Friends, I hope that you choose having a whole and complete emotional experience because like my, my uh, 
uncle says, no rain, no rainbows. Sometimes the greatest things in our life come from the hardest moments. So robbing yourself of a, a full range, a whole experience to be good sacrifices the ability to be great. I will talk to you again real soon. Much love. Ciao, ciao. If you're ready to execute and achieve your big, bold, unapologetic goals and dreams, join us in the Ambitious Women's Collective Facebook group. It's a space for ambitious leaders, innovators, and change makers. And hey, you belong here too. Come make big things happen with us over at myyeslife.com forward slash group.